What's up, guys? Jeff Cobb. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio. Aloha. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is Thursday's B-Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, in the Diamond Studio, bright and shining like a diamond, with my co-host, our uh, resident... Uh, Don't say it. Co-host for the okay. B-Show. And our New Japan Pro Wrestling expert, Michael Vergara. How are you today, sir? I'm all right. Um, I'm still just not comfortable with this position as New Japan expert, but I do have to fulfill the role's duty of one Chris Charlton, who has apparently died, according um, to TV Asahi, so I will make the best of it. I uh, did just learn about New Japan's existence in about 30 minutes ago. I have so- received a scroll from a Raven uh, from Anoki himself. Uh, Raven, sure. like, Raven like, runs New Japan now? Wow. No, Good for him. Yes, no, Raven flew in on, I don't know where this bit was going, but Raven came in and gave me a scroll. And it was okay, he gave me a scroll, and then it's I'm... from Antonio I'm, Noki. Yeah, I'm new. Oh, well, who... Um, and you're being watched. I didn't know, yeah, but I don't know if you knew about this. So let's just <laughs> start with this with a sour, uh, with a with a bit of a somber note, but um, just last night, uh, through <laughs> by way of Chris Charlton, uh, his Twitter account, he reported that Tony Inoki's wife has since passed away. Oh, that sucks. I yeah, didn't, I didn't even know that. I'm so, um, you know, it all comes down, <laughs> it all comes together with this. Yeah, I know. It's not, not a very somber way, not a very positive way to. I didn't even know condolences that. to uh, yeah, condolences Tony Inoki to the entire Inoki family, the most influential Japanese wrestling figure since Great Baba, Giant Baba, and a senator in Japan. Yeah. He put on a show with WCW in North Korea. Yes. He helped with that. Yeah. That's Muhammad the Ali. only thing I know for sure he's done as a senator. So, I mean, he didn't do that during his Senate. I thought tenure. he did. I don't know. But anyways. I'm, I only just started becoming New Japan expert 30 minutes ago, Corey. No, it's been like two weeks. You need to catch him. You need to read your uh, your Raven scroll memos that you, we send to you. There's probably a pile outside your window. There's probably a pile of dead ravens outside your window. You don't even know it. Anyways, but guys, thank you for tuning in wherever you're tuning into, whether that's at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio or the plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, whether it be iTunes or, sorry, uh, the Apple uh, podcast, podcast app. Sto- app. Yeah, they're uh, discontinuing it- the iTunes as a brand, which Google is kind of crazy to podcast, think about. I feel like they're just trying to trip us up. It was easy. It was like iTunes, Google, Stitch. Now it's like the Apple Podcast Store, the Google Podcast Store. I think it's just called the Podcast App. I mean, it's like, it's just one of those things that just comes with your phone. Guys, anywhere you get podcasts, search up City Wrestling Radio, and we're most likely there. My favorite is CastBox. And I'm not saying that because we're sponsored by them. I just really like their interface. It's really easy to use, and I listen to other podcasts. Do you listen to other podcasts, Michael? Uh, Yeah. What do you listen? What are you listening to? I mean, do we really want to just advertise other podcasts well, on this not podcast? Not wrestling podcasts, but what I mean, other besides I'm, wrestling podcasts? I'm a big fan of the Ringer. Okay, you know, they have this movie podcast called the Rewatchables. I only like listen to the ones, the movies that I kind of like care about. Okay, nice. Uh, it's Bill Simmons and Chase Serrano's thing, but he kind of has like a rotating chair around. Um, as far as non wrestling ones, Giant Bombcast. They they just cover video games. Beastcast is a partner, uh, like a like a sister podcast of theirs. I've um, been listening to into? I've been listening to um, uh, my favorite murder with uh, two people I can't pronounce their names because okay. I forgot their last names, and also um, getting better with Ron Funchens. They're okay. both really great podcasts that you could also find on any podcast delivery app. Podcast. Listen to what we listen to, 
and just listen it. to us only ever all the time no because i feel like then you need to like you, you need to branch out no i feel like once you listen to us there's really no you're going fine back anywhere else yeah, sometimes it is it is exactly like that but anyways, guys, you could also follow us at SoundCloud or at no at CWR four and five Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, it's the best way to stay up to date with us because that's where we post all our new shows. Like we let you know, hey, there's a new show. Go check it out. Go listen. What I just gave a hot take on tag team wrestling division in WWE. Go check out that show that I did yesterday and th- this week in WWE. And you just made this face like something just happened. Um, WrestleSplania. I mean, just if we're just going off breaking news of me just looking at Twitter. Uh, WrestleSplania just put out a tweet. I think they're in StarCast right now. And um, there's this thing called All Elite Fleet. And it's just a photo opportunity. And just take a look at this. Describe this. Uh, it's it's the throne. <laughs> yeah. It's Oh, it's the Triple H throne that, that Cody busted, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's neat. You get to uh, how much? How much are you willing to pay? Just that's to prob- sit on that's that probably phone? a free. No, you're, you're. This isn't the one. This no, isn't the one that being, wasn't. That's being. There's a rope in front of it, meaning you cannot sit on it. Oh wait, no. I'm looking at looking at closer now. This is the one that Cody like fucked yeah. up at double or nothing. So you're gonna be able to take a picture in front of it. It's funny that they kept it like as if it's some, it's some like this is gonna be their Andre the Giant statue or oh, something. That's gonna be his um his chair in the office one day. Or it's like Vince's dinosaur bone statue. Um, display on his office or maybe one day that's going to be vince or triple h's chair in his office in the trip in the wwe headquarters you think they're going to have vince's he buys out aw because they're a weak pete what they got pissant company yeah anyways guys um we're not here to talk about social media also we actually are talking about yeah go ahead we are going to talk about nxt that's true i always forget that it's my baby but we're going to tell you go buy some merch we have a new merch store at uh teespring Go check us out. Buy a T-shirt. Buy a coffee mug. Buy a beach towel. I saw those um, those uh, those tights. Those t- um, those uh, those tight pants. Those, the, uh, the 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 city pants. wrestling radio world order ones. Well, those, but then the ones with our original logo. Oh, yeah, like those the, are crazy. The, the placements on those is. Uh, we should probably talk about that soon. What? It seems kind of misplaced. No. It's just it. Yeah. Okay. I you know what I upload an image and I click this and it puts it there and I could edit it but I didn't. Well, uh, I, clearly. But they I think they look good and the socks are really cool. Yeah, socks are socks. Hoodies. Um yeah. I never really got the appeal of like unless you're like wearing shorts maybe, but then I never really got the appeal of just designer socks. Oh. Cuz like yeah. they're usually like unless you're wearing shorts. Oh, like those ones now that everyone what's that socks SOX or something like that. Odd socks. Yeah, I just never really just found the appeal. Like it's the most it's the thing you'll see the least out of a person unless, you know. I feel like you have to wear flip-flops and shorts to show those off. Oh jeez. That's a real thing amongst the youths now where it's they just wear like slip-ons and apparently it's good for your feet and it's all, mostly just athletes who do it because Juice Robinson had flip flops on. The other yeah, but day. then he didn't have socks under it, though. It was just it was just straight up flip flops. But then you notice that, like, you know, you ever been in a place where school kids would appear to be all the time? Yes. Um, yeah, it's just I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm trying to. I should really ask somebody who actually works in a school why that they do that. But I think they're mostly just athletes. Maybe they're not wearing. They don't want to wear out the shoes that they are going to wear to practice or something. I don't know. I don't know, man. I have no idea. I don't know what they used to nowadays. They do what they do. But it's in. Like, it apparently is. It's, it's, it's socially acceptable, according yeah. to those group of people. Not socially acceptable to me. If I ever found my kid doing that, like, I hope they're either A, I hope they're in a team and they're doing well in a sports team or whatever. 
or if they're just doing that just for funsies, I'm just fucking. I would go say back to your room, get some to, shoes, go to teespring.com and buy some City Wrestling Radio merch. That's what I would tell my kid to do, or I'd buy him a T-shirt. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Anyways, uh, like I said, we're here to talk about NXT uh, for right now. But before we get into that, we got a bunch of news we got to got to get into. Oh yes. And when I say sorry, when I say right now, I mean like in in coming weeks, we're gonna the AEW review will be on the show as well. Um, so yeah, that'll be fun, right? With maybe a new co-host on the B show, maybe a three-man commentary team. I mean, nobody knew. I don't think we really hired anybody like any new blood. Well, to the B the B show. I mean, I, it's been, I think it's been a while. Am being that, replaced, Corey? When, when is that person? Well, I'm being fucking replaced. You know, I've talked to the higher ups at City Wrestling Radio, and they're telling me there's gonna be. A shakeup happening soon. Speaking of shakeup, let's talk about it. So, uh, Wrestling News Observer newsletter, uh, by way of Dave uh. Meltzer, as we always regurgitate whatever he types out. Uh, there's talk of WWE doing another draft prior to the Fox move, which is kind of an appropriate thing, honestly. Um, you mean a month from now? Yeah, probably a month from now, which is when we're probably going to end up being at either Smack, uh, Raw or SmackDown during the. I'll be at both. You're gonna end up going to both. Yeah, I'm going to both. I was gonna, I was just gonna ask you, like, I'm thinking about going to both. Too. I'm. We're just waiting for Monday Night Raw because, okay, my thing about Monday Night Raw, and I think I've told everybody else this, is that the bottom line is gonna fall out. Prices th- on tickets on StubHub are gonna go down. They're just, they're going. They're to. not sold out, are they? No, okay. they're not sold out. So a- the pr- anyway. it's gonna go down. Yeah. So we'll just wait. So by way of Dave Meltzer, he writes, right now there's a concept of another another draft type of thing. To build permanent Raw and SmackDown rosters. What we originally told is that they wouldn't be making major changes, but some changes. But this is Vince. Everything is being kept quiet. And USA and Fox will be the first to know when the concept is decided. I think it makes sense. Um, considering the fact that with the move to Fox from USA to uh, to SmackDown, they are going to put like a bottom line on this. Um, oh, absolutely. And hopefully, <laughs> and the thing is, like this is going to, this building, tw- I, I would imagine it would be like prior to the draft. I mean, prior to the show, the October, when is it? October 2nd or October 5th. October 5th. Wait, hold on. It's the same week. Third, fourth, October 4th. That might be the, man. It's the same week. Quite as, a um, significant week, I'll say. Yeah, no, is definitely. The, the first week of October. The week before that is Folsom Street Fair. It's going to be crazy. Don't go there. Hey, I will. Don't go there because we got wrestling to watch. There, there might be wrestling there. Last oh, year, really? Hood Slam was there. Okay. Um, Anyways, yeah, that's, um, that seems to make the most. Sense. Um, the, I mean, it's it's inevitable something like that's going to happen. WWE has been, you've, if you've seen on the past couple nights, they have been initiating the quote unquote uh, wild card rule again, and I think they're actually going to. Have they ever actually said that by like name? Yes, they. I mean, yes, they've had times. You know, oh, the wild card rules initiated tonight. Oh, Jesus. They did it for. It's okay. The best way to describe it is me trying to diet. You go really hard at first, and you're like wild card rule, wild card rule, and then it's you like let a it cheat go. day. It, yeah, but then cheat day became cheat week, Becomes became a, cheat month, and became cheat life. Yeah, and then we're trying again. We're gonna try it again because once they go to Fox, they're not gonna be able to cross brand as well as they did before with Raw and SmackDown. Because, you know, the simply because it's two different networks. Fox is owned by but Fox. Is Fox a separate entity? It's, it's owned by a place, the, by a um, thing called News Corp. Okay, it's owned by News Corp. And then you have, you have um, USA, which is owned by NBC Universal. So, you know what I mean? It's two separate entities. Unless I, there's some Illuminati shit going on and they own them both. So. 
PWI top 500 went out. Ooh, yay! Who's it's number clearly, one? And it's clearly the, just the true barometer of how every single wrestling fan just Years sees Years past, how. I believe Okada was number one. Uh, Kenny I would Omega. imagine so. Yep. I'm just throwing names out there. Yeah. I'll give you the top ten. Haruki Goto. I'll give you the top ten. Let's hear it. Number ten. Number ten, Will Ospreay. He sounds like he'd be up there. Yeah, I, yeah. I would say number ten in the whole world. Yes. Okay. Okay. Good. I mean, I would argue top five. I would. Number too. nine, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Go Ace. I was kind. Uh, of, I mean, if we're going, if this is based off like last year, then definitely yes. He seems on, like an eleven. The, I mean, me. I'm just saying he seems like. An but 11 then this is me. this is based off last year. Just remember, this is this. Remember, this is the first guy to ever win a G1 climax and the title at the New Japan. Okay. Huh? At, the, at the Tokyo Dome. Okay. I would imagine. I would at least bump him to top 10. Okay. Uh, number eight, Kenny Omega. Okay. Yeah. No, no Kenny there. Omega did have a, a very good year. Yeah. Uh, the United States. Did he have the United States title at the beginning of the yeah. year last oh, year? Oh, and keep in mind, uh, listener, this is all kayfabe. So this is only just well, in terms well, of how they're booked. This is in terms of the PWI. Stop working. Stop working, Corey. I, I don't make this. I didn't write it. Okay. So. Did they say, like, oh, this is all kayfabe? No, they're saying this is PWI. I mean, of, co- of course they're not going to say it themselves that this Our is kayfabe. Our fans are smart PWI. enough to know that it's PWI. That's all I'm saying. Number seven, Roman Reigns. I'm actually kind of surprised about this, considering wow. he's been kind of dormant. He made a big jump up year. there. Number six, Johnny Gargano. No arguments there. Number five, Kazuchika Okada. Number four, Kofi Kingston. Number wait, three. Wait, wait, wait. Number four, Kofi Kingston? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What did he, he do? Won the ti- he won the title. Last year? I mean, last year maybe maybe it's from this point on, from right now to when the when the list last happened. Okay, we can we can, you know, we can do that then. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, through number three, AJ Styles, which is actually kind of curious. That's a little. I, I think, mean, up there a little bit, but whatever, man. Number two, Daniel Bryan. Oh, you know, number he's one, one of the best wrestlers in the world, Daniel Bryan. What is there? I what I it's just Daniel Bryan. Yeah, what is, is there anything he can't do except kill Roman Reigns? Number two, Daniel Bryan. Number one, I feel like you're making a, a bigger deal than what you anticipated. I'm so excited for I'm this. Not trying to, Seth Rollins. <laughs> Stop. I'm the best wrestler in the world, and I'm married. He's to had the quite man. a year, honestly. He won. He took the championship from uh, championship away from Brock Lesnar twice, not once, but twice. He's marrying Becky Lynch. Uh, he's definitely he, getting he's, down with her. Uh, he took the champion from. He argued with uh, Will Ospreay to the number ten position on Twitter. And look at his bank account. Oh, look at that bank account. I'm sure. I, it's I'm guaranteed so it's more than five hundred. I'm sure it's way bigger than five inches. I mean, bigger than five figures. Well, that was PWI top uh, top five hundred. Can you imagine just making a list of five hundred wrestlers? Uh, I want. How many people to write that list? Do we know? Do we officially know? I don't know. Okay, we don't do our homework that well. We're kind of more of the what happened real quick. Uh, pull our phones out, but you know it's fine. <laughs> Pete Dunn certainly has some uh, has some opinions about that. Uh, See what he wrote on Twitter. Uh, you know, uh, did he not make five hundred? Brian Alvarez made five hundred last year. He made in the five hundred. He made five hundred bucks last year. Cool. Imagine sitting there and imagine sitting there writing a list of five hundred wrestlers based off a completely random criteria, and then imagine people actually caring. Don't get me started on star ratings. Ooh, Dave, better watch out. Wrestling is mad sometimes. Just find what you like and watch it often. Yeah. 
because there's definitely nothing to critique about wrestling. Uh, I think it should just be it should just be seen for what it is and just have no say in it. Now have no discussion about it whatsoever because and hey and especially since I was never in the ring before, so I'm in no position to know, you know, what what's good and what's not good. Are, are you professional with, wrestling? Are you agreeing with Pete Dunn? Oh, Peter sucks. Oh yeah. In uh, this particular case. In this particular case, don't break my fingers, please, sir. Um, no, it's just it's, it's one just of, it's, it's just, one of those things I've thought about for a long time. No, where, it's that terrible argument. Sorry to interrupt, but it's with that terrible argument that everybody always pops up. It was like, oh, just because you know you've never been in a wrestling ring before, so you have no say into this whatsoever. Uh, it's That's, just it's just like someone who critiques baseball. It's someone who critiques you know basketball. Yeah. Have you done this? Have you done? Have you? Uh, you know, people critique Hollywood movies. Have you starred in a movie? No. Yeah, it's just so, another classic one of those cases. Yeah, and it's just one of those things that like. I think that people who perform, um, who honestly perform to their best potential, and you know, I don't know. Just, <laughs> the thing is, Pete Dunn, like he is, he he just comes off as a little thin skinned about this. Yeah, I, I wonder, like who, why? Okay, listen. Like, okay, I will. I mean, halfway about this is that the a lot of the IWC, as they would call it, a year and a half ago, the internet wrestling community has become a, a group of a lot of t- toxicity, you know? There is a lot of toxicity involved. I'm not going to sit there and ignore that. A lot of people on Twitter just, but then oh, that's, F this guy, but you know, this you can, person sucks. You can say that about, like, any anybody who's in a uh, any level of spotlight whatsoever. Right, but I you think... Know, like late, movie stars But lately, or, in the past five years, the amount of people just like us... There's no doubt about that. wrestling podcasts, everyone, there's more... Eyes on it, or more people doing this type of thing now. I think it's just part of the territory. I know. I agree with you. But I'm saying that, like, he needs to stop focusing so much on the negativity and just, you know, realize that, yeah, there are going to be people that melt serious. There's like, just nothing endearing about biting the, just going after that certain, like, there's just nothing, like, endearing about going after that certain audience when yeah. really a good portion of that audience watches your fucking matches and actually talks. You know, highly of you in any number of ways, but oh, you know, you, there's negativity oh, anywhere unless you, you when you once you seek it out. We love you, Pete Dunn. You suck, you bastards. He's not on the NXT UK card. Oh, too. maybe not right now, but Cesaro's going there this weekend. So yeah, we'll see. What that's happens. what I was kind of. That's what I was kind of just leaping off towards, just in terms of you just don't want to talk about like news and stuff like that. Yeah, Cesaro. He is. Uh, he once he had an interview saying, "I will be there at Cardiff." And, uh, he had to go buy some apples on the way, though. Yeah, he got to. It's, he finally gets to eat the thing he of the fruit. He I eat them in slices. Yeah, because I have caps on my front teeth as well, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't want to break them off. My front teeth are always the ones that I have the least amount of trouble for, for with. It's the ones in the back, the molars. Those are the well, ones that give me the I most just, trouble. I have caps on, like full. Yeah, because if you just try to bite on it, it's just. Gonna, I don't want them to. Whoosh, yeah. Have break. you ever eaten a core before? It's uh, not fun. No. Apple core? Yeah. No, no. It's well the thing is the reason why I've done it once was because like back in fifth grade I was in a camp I was at a, this camping trip. Like it was just at, for school. Let's break this camping trip down, okay. Yeah, no. And then like is is like they give everybody an apple and you get to eat it, eat you get to enjoy case. the apple, whatever. But if you eat the core of the apple, you get to you get to put your name on a list and I wanted to be on that list. And so that, somewhere that, in on um, that list you get to sleep with the count in the counselor's office so tonight. Somewhere in Santa Rosa there's a piece there's a piece of giant paper somewhere and my name is on that. Michael Vergara, he ate the apple core. And he kissed a banana slug too. 
Wow, they, you know it's like it's like it's like Xbox achievements. They made, did. Did you go to a camp where it was like bullies ran? Like, yeah, just fucking like eat the apple core, dude. No, I think it's main uh, kiss the banana slug. No, it's main caveat was hey, get out, come out, get out of your comfort zone. I mean, you're already out of here. You're already out here for five days. You might True. as well. I shot in a, Rome. I shot a gun at my camp. Really? Yeah, it was a BB gun. Sh- you, oh, it's a BB and, gun. and it was tied down to something. Um, Are you and, sure this wasn't a carnival? No, and then I stabbed somebody. Are you sure this wasn't a carnival? <laughs> no. no, it was not a carnival. But I did stab somebody with a fork. Or no, like how, I got stabbed. How did, how I got stabbed it with go? a fork. I'm sorry. Oh, I got stabbed with a fork. Okay. Because I poured some milk into some kid's cereal, and he didn't want milk. I don't know. How deep did it go? Uh, it was like it not that far, but I. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, did the kid get in trouble? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it a plastic fork? Uh, no, metal fork. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, wrestling. Uh, there's uh, some other news here and Whoa. other news. In other news, what do we got here? So, Mr. 2020, Tokyo, Japan is like going it. to Let's host go. the 2020 Olympics. Are now, we going to cover it like the G1? Yes, exactly. Um, so every August, this is what this is comes every August, and well, every there's, four years. Yeah, every four years, every August, and. Um, that's the thing. It's in, it takes place in Japan in August, and that's usually typically when uh, we're in the heat of the G1 climax. Mario's going to be there this year. Yeah, and Sonic. And so... Fuck. So they decided, uh, this is by, uh, again, from Dave Meltzer of the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, uh, due to the 2020 Olympics in Japan, the G 2020 G1 will be moved to the fall. Be- according to Dave, because of the Olympics in 2020, which takes place in August and most of the key arenas will be used, the decision has been made to move the G1 to the fall next year, which I think is a very, imp- like a very curious decision to do that because usually when G1 comes and it goes, you kind of have sort of has this break between now and between the ending of that said G1 and the fall period. You know, like we yeah. just kind of have this come down. But now once this thing takes place in the fall, there's kind of less to- there's less of a gap in between the period of your Tokyo Dome and the G1. Yeah. Like you would normally that's that would set up programs that would set up like you know the 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 pepperings of title defenses from that point to the Tokyo Dome, and well, I just think this is kind of interesting from a booking perspective of this year. Now, granted, we don't know what the fuck the landscape will be for New Japan come right, 2020, right, let alone right, right. Uh, you know Tokyo Dome and all that other good stuff. Mm-hmm. So that'll be that'll be a thing to look at. Wasn't for. isn't does that mean like everything's gonna get pushed back? Does mean there's gonna be no New Japan Pro Wrestling in that time for the summer? I, um, you know, or, I you know I, I have an idea. What's your idea? A U.S. tour. But then oh. you would also kind of want to have you know a what break. I say? You would, they would need a break also. A USG1 tournament. <laughs> All in the USA. I would imagine they want they in the USA. I don't think they I think I think they're willing to do that like at least for one show, but then remember, this is a key this is New Japan, you know? That's the second name of the actual company, so they would want Japan would definitely come first and I feel like those well, you shows know the, in particular are a staple for Japan. Well, you know what they're more concerned about is the first word, something new. And going to the U.S. would be new. Yeah, I just don't think they're willing to just dedicate an entire G1 to America. Eh, we'll see. We'll see. There's nothing to be said right now. We don't know for sure, but all we know is what... Uh, I mean, there's, there's probably going to be at least, you know, Uncle we're going to get... You think, you think we're going to get another G1 special around here? Uncle Strange. What? You think we're going to get another, like... So we got the November yeah, of San Jose. Yeah, I show. think I think you know what? I think San Francisco or at least the Bay Area is you know I don't think they're getting the chase. No, but I think you know like they're gonna Oracle, go- maybe. 
people. That'd be a big show, though. You know, we thought, you know, they're going to San Jose in November, November 9th. I mean, look at that Dallas show they did. You know, they're going to San, uh, Civic, the San Jose Civic Center. Or the it's, C- just Civic the San Jose, it's just Civic. All right. And uh, so it's a smaller venue than, you know, the SAP Center. Um, so to me, that says the SAP Center still has a contract with WWE. Um, I don't think Oakland will, though. Not a fact, though. SAP is contracted with WWE. Um, I don't know. But that's the thing. It's like, you can't they, just say that, then. That's what it leads me to believe is what okay. I'm saying. That's what I, it makes me think that it's, it's speculation. Anything we do here is speculation. I mean, I never like, you know, knowing what I remember what Dave Meltzer said, where he said, if AEW is doing a show in San Francisco, it's going to be the chase. So he he's giving zero indication that like WWE has that on lockdown. I don't think any area arena in particular has any lockdown with any promotion whatsoever. That's not true. I mean, I mean well, look at MSG. Longest, you would always the associate time they had a lockdown with MSG. Yeah, WCW would never do a show in MSG. Right, and I think a lot of these stadiums um, after WCW, WWE started putting a lockdown on it and saying, you know, we are going to be the official wrestling to come here because it has to be like there has to be down the line and. An AEW show around this particular absolutely, area. Yeah. absolutely. I'm. I think Oakland. They'll do Arena. they'll do a pre- they'll probably do a show at the Pyramid at Long Beach. I want to say maybe um, maybe the San Francisco State. Uh, you know, Life and Events Center. Life and Events Center. It's not really a building. It's a. It's a tent. It's a tent. Who would have thunk we would have saw a New Japan show in a tent? I would imagine some. Down the you, line. I said. You, you want to talk about that? Let's talk. Let's just about talk. It. Like that's Wait, pretty much the news. Hands on cast. They were gonna go, but then apparently it's not. How you doing? Yeah. Um. Oh, and uh, Bree and Brian's uh, dog Josie has passed away. Rest in peace. Yeah. Anyway, New Japan. New, New Japan. Super J Cup Night Two. Night I two. keep on calling it the best of the Super Juniors. But it's not. But it's not. Um, what did you think of the show, Michael? I thought it was amazing. Let's talk about our trip there. Yes, we went there. It was qu- it and <laughs> a trip it was. Given you know, keyword trip, it was a little out there where we went. Um, keyword out there. But once we got there, the venue was the venue was a nice little venue. Um, it was a very small venue. Um, probably I would say what six hundred people there. God, do you think 500, 600 people? I want to say less than that, like 300, yeah. 400. It was a very small crowd, probably the smallest very crowd I've ever seen. It makes you really think, like how much. They, I, again, I'm, I, it, it makes me wonder, like, why, why, what, it really was going to make me wonder, like, how is this going to look in the broadcast, and were they Absolutely. willing, were they willing to just show this live with a particular arena looking like this, where, like, you see people, like, in the camera still waiting in line at the merch stand. Oh, God. I felt, you know, like, you know what, the last two New Japan shows, we've both gotten very lucky with that merch table. Oh yeah! The fact that absolutely. We, you know it's funny because I, people were like waiting there until like the fourth or fifth match, and we were waiting there, so, sitting there by the first match. With, you so know. pretty much how that line merch uh, line worked was, it was uh, it was uh, it was first come first serve first. Then when they get the ticket, people, and then they start forming a line for the people who came in. Yeah, and then it was very slowly moving because the way it it it. It kind of it, it was kind of in the formation of a cafeteria lunch you get line. A basket and you put stuff in the basket. You don't get a basket. You just you, look at what's could, com- up, if you're getting up a bunch and coming. Of stuff. Like they, I don't think they let. I kind of did I cut. Did. Uh, no, yeah, cut in front of like yeah, if yeah. The, if I'm not into this, you'd go straight to this. Absolutely. Yeah. But then I felt like for a very long time before us, people were just standing in line, oh, waiting until yeah. they approached 
whatever yeah. they saw waiting yeah. for the person in front of yeah. them and that was why yeah. the line was super goddamn long and it took super forever like gresham and uh coughlin were wrestling the line was still imagine that, going on imagine that three times as long that was long beach Really? Yeah. yeah. The first, the very first Long Beach job for the U.S. tournament. Yeah. And now, and since there is, we have a bit of a di- have a bit of distance between now and the Cow Palace show last year. Um, can, I mean, my, we might as well say what we did for that show. Like, what? It was, we found it a was shorter just... line. We found a shorter line. That's yep. what we did. We, we totally did. We saw a shorter line. We there saw was... a lot of people behind us, but then we just saw this line. We were in a very long line. And we all we, split together. We looked to the right, and then we were with some friends. I still feel kind of bad about that. I don't. You don't? Because of how much of a shit show it was? Yep. Yeah. And I saw a shorter line next to us, and I wasn't going to be like, hey, guys, there's two lines. You should move over. No one said anything. I said something to you, and I said, yeah. let's go this way. But we got lucky there. Too. Yeah. Sorry. Um, yeah. If you, if you don't condone, if you don't, whatever. I feel really bad. I hope I wasn't the only one that got, um, I, hope I got what I needed. Uh, the Super J Cup sure. shirt. I'm really you, pissed about it. You want to just? We should have just made that our thumbnail. Oh, I'll I'll post the picture on uh, on, on Instagram. Yeah. I'll, I'll post on our Instagram. So you yeah, that was a really bad. That's a really bad print job. Like you, very bad. But then there's. But then I feel like the the people who work there are really chill about like getting a shirt replaced because they gave me a three XL. I'm a two XL. I, I got a three XL twice. All, I thought I saw another one. I think they were all like that. Yeah, I think they were all like that. That's it was just a very bad print job. And yeah. it wasn't J.R. Kratos. Uh, he was manning the line. Cool very, ass dude. Cool very ass nice dude. individual. Yeah. Um, he just said, oh, totally. You can go inside. Oh, yeah, bro. Um, but then the show itself. Oh, uh, my you God. You want to just go through the card? I mean, I don't have the card on me. But um, all right. There so, was a bunch of tag matches. Gresham, but. Coughlin of the of Shibata Dojo. Carl Fredericks was extremely over there. Carl BFD Fre- chance. Yeah, he was uh, extraordinarily over. Because and he was, and he and you knew he was. He felt real good well, about he kn- it, too. Well, he knew because he was even posting coming into, like, saying, like, Daddy's coming home to the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, BFD standing for the big effing deal. That's what his uh, nickname was in all pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was there? Actually, uh, Jushin Thunder Liger was probably the one of the most over guys of the night when his theme song hit. Um, everyone jumped up. He got a standing ovation. Uh, and contrary to uh, previous reports that other people have said, um, Red Shoes did get a standing ovation in the uh, in the show that we went out to. He, he, our thing is, I think Dave's definition of a standing ovation was everybody standing up and clapping. Was, and I think Dude, everybody, everybody just jumped for and everyone fucking was everybody Red just shoes. cheered for him. Red Shoes, Red Shoes, yeah, everybody. So. He was massively over that night. Uh, Will Ospreay was performing on a hangover. He admitted that to the crowd after the show. Okay, here's the card. And uh, his match, just, you know, and I people say, um, I think this was a show's coming out party. Like, I think this is his next step up. Yeah. Um, this match in particular is really him showcasing that he can fucking do it. He can lead this junior heavyweight division to the ne- to the next coming years. So match number four. Match Carl number Fredericks four. and Renderito facing Bullet Club of Gato and Taiji oh, Ishimori. And let me tell you, I have never seen an individual more hated at a pro wrestling event than fucking Gato. You know what's funny? The, the- man who's who is responsible for the booking of all the things you love about New Japan, <sighs> and he got himself in a massive, massive tire fire when his face just lit up that entire arena. The, the moment yeah. where he just went up and just like, oh shit, we... Uh, it dropped the. the it's level. all good. Don't worry. Back when the, the moment when uh, Gato went in, <laughs> went into the ring, he just went up and stood. You know that's Gato, that drew the ire of everybody. Gato is is great heel heat. Um, I mean, I gave him I gave him the Naito uh, I gave him the Naito eye 
a signal oh, and he knew on one hand and then the middle finger on the other just to profess my uh, my disapproval of one Naito's booking. It's like he slept with his wife or something. You are just not getting away from that angle, are you? I it's it, it this has to be done on purpose. Naito is a very nice man, unless like he was trying to liberate Gato's wife. Yeah. From, I think Carl Fredericks has real superstar potential. Oh, he's going places um, within that uh, um, within that system. You know, I I can see in that system. I can see him going to all elite wrestling because I don't see him. I don't see him staying in New Japan, honestly, for the simple reason that his he has a family, he has a kid. He, what makes you think it's what makes you think it's all elite and not WWE? What do you mean? You think W? What if? Okay, no, I come, think he would go to all elite rather than New Japan Pro Wrestling. You think like him? You do you, like do? You, how do you? Th- why do you think that? Because that's he. I think he wants to live in the U.S. I think he has a family here, and I think he would want to perform in the U.S. close to his family. What do you um, then? Why do you think WWE would not be able to? Uh, oh, WWE would go after him too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but then do you think WWE would actually go after the do the same things as you think he would probably ask for? What do you mean? Oh, like, no. But I'm saying I don't think he. I'm just saying I don't think he would want to be far in a new Japan scene, like living in Japan. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got in this show. Yeah, Amazing Red and Jushin Thunder Liger. Amazing Red just as over as Jushin Thunder he Liger. He didn't really do say. much in that match, did he? I mean, neither did Liger. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of came out and they. Ah, I, I love Rapongi 3K's theme song. The- I, that theme song live is lit as fuck. I asked you during the show. My ass I that. said, well, Is there ever been a Jushin Thunder Liger anime? And we were like, I don't know, maybe at one point. Yes, the answer is yes. Uh, it's ba- he is based off an anime. I did not yeah. know that. And yeah, they. Don't own that song. I think they get to play it, but they don't own it. They it, have a that's deal. Like, yeah, that's a straight up like theme song for the cartoon yeah. too, or the the anime. Let me tell you, man. Caristico versus Sobrano Junior. Oh, Caristico. I think Caristico's theme, theme song, song is probably one of the greatest <laughs> ever. It is. Song, uh, I think Christ. it's incredible. It's awesome. This is my first time hearing it, and then I was looking. I was. I asked Siri what it was. And then when it was I, so I looked different. up the song, yeah, it was just so different than everything else being like every theme song come out, you know, like so yeah, high. It's be- so different and, and it's so unique. And you it's hear just, mariachi and the, like the soft song voice. And and I think that, yeah. Um, I looked it up, and then the music video for that song. You know who's in that music video? Who? Christico. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Christico. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. this is song this was made especially for him. Okay, yeah. Uh, He's eating a turkey leg in yeah, the video. Yep. The third quarterfinal match, we had TJP versus El Fantasmo. Oh. This was a confusing one because th- they're both heels. And so I kind of well, got him. I, I don't know if he is an official. No, TJP yet. was working face because, I mean, knowing what we know now with El Fantasmo in hindsight. Oh, he's punching dicks. Um, he's a dick puncher. So, like, TJP just had to be had to be working face on this one. Absolutely. Because that somebody had to or else you get yourself a really disjointed match. But I still think it was a little disjointed because both guys got mixed reactions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because they're both so easily hateable. I like El Fantasmo. Yeah, I mean, I do. I he's like. A, his no, he's a he's I a like good wrestler. Um, I would, I would imagine. I, I like I so. like his like he's like a Prince Devitt's son or little brother. Yeah. Uh, a bit of controversy with El Fantasma. Ooh, what's that? As um, punching dicks. No, like towards the final. Spoiler alert: He wins this Super Jacob. Yeah, yeah. Um, he cut a promo on Will Osprey. It's something I saw coming too. Um, winning the Super Jacob. So he cut, and he, um, I don't have the exact wording of it. Nor the context, but I think this holds enough weight as it is. He pretty much just called Will Osprey autistic, which, yeah, that it was a wow. just. I think I thought it was really cheap. I think it's it got it garnered a, a buffet of negative reactions. 
Uh, he has since apologized for it. I'm actually going to try to find the Twitter. Bullet Club is, issues an official statement. Like no, they, it's true. Like somebody actually emailed. God, I'm sorry for all the Bullet Club. Uh, it's it's Gato. Oh, okay. I that's was gonna say it's just like speaking for all Japan. I'm like, no, that's let's, Gato. Uh, let's not. No, that's Gato. But Speaking um, Bullet Club. But so someone I think on Reddit actually emailed, or somebody on Twitter actually emailed New Japan about this, and they actually got a response and saying that that you know we're actually sorry. We thank you for the feedback. We you know we'll take we'll we'll talk. We're talking. It. We'll look into it. We'll talk to Phantasmo, and this is what Fanta- El Phantasmo um, uh, put up on his Twitter account at LP Wrestling. I'd like to address my actions after winning the Super J Cup this past weekend. Again, spoiler alert. In the heat of the moment, I called Will Ospreay the autistic assassin. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. And I want to say up. sorry to anyone that was offended by my comment. It was uncalled for on my behalf, and you deserve better. Looking back, I wish I didn't say it. I promise it wasn't scripted. It was an unnecessary way of getting cheap, and I cheap heat. I'll paraphrase that. Yeah. And I genuinely apologize if you were hurt by my words. I've never been more. I've never been comfortable on the mic. The inexperience showed, and I promised to. Do better going forward. Sincerely, ELP. So there's no excuse for it um, to say that ever. Uh, but he's just judging off this statement. I I do feel like it, it was a very genuine, heart and heartfelt apology. Absolutely. I think he um, just he kind of just it, again, something and went for it, and then yeah. he was like. He was probably one of those things. He's like, you know, what am I saying? Like, he just could not come back from that. He couldn't backtrack. Because the second he backtracked it, he, it would have just reverted, reversed all his heat. And uh, he re- and, and, issued a follow-up tweet saying, and for the record, I never challenged Liger to a match at Wrestle Kingdom. If I retired his ass at Wrestle Kingdom, you mouth breathers could, you would get so mad. Oh, and you'd spontaneously back. combust. And I'd probably get charged with mass murder. So, no, thanks. Wow. That El Fantasmo. All but right. yeah, Al Phantasmo, he uh, he wins the Super J Cup. And what other matches were there at the night we were at? Um, there was also uh, Will Ospreay versus Show, which, like I said, was a great freaking match. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and say like you know other people said about the Tacoma Show. It's the best match I've seen ever live. I'm gonna. I mean, as far as like matches I myself have seen live, I mean, I consider it the num- my number one match I've seen live. Considering I don't really go to yeah. wrestling shows. Live, uh, I thought Taguchi versus Dragon Lee. I loved Taguchi. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. He's very entertaining. I remember you. Taguchi being, was good too. I remember you being I mean, like uh, floored by his theme song. Oh, his theme song just was like, awesome. Just, like you were just so entranced with the sky. It. it was awesome. Yeah, I was skanking to it. Um, yeah, him and Sami Zayn need to be a team like right now. Um, <laughs> and what other matches were there? I mean, that was it, right? Will Osprey show, like I said, best uh, best match I've seen live. Pretty much ever, I yeah. think Will Ospreay is a lock for Wrestler of the Year. Yeah, um, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, especially this late into the into the year. I know we got like what well, four months now. left. One, no, one four months, three months. We got three months. Considering it's almost the end of August. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Let's it's get those CWRs. Twenty twenties. Yeah. It's almost time for the CWREs. Yep. We're just gonna go through a new format this year. Stay tuned to hear more. Uh, this yeah. is my first time hearing about it, but no, whatever. it's not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways, Super J Cup. Super J Cup. It was That's, fun. I it was very it. fun. We get to see it. We got to see the matches. We'll probably it's see really ourselves un- on the screen because we were like, it's super unfortunate that they're not able to get the jump on this as soon as they could. It's 2019. I think the way that show looks, like from us sitting in a live perspective, I think it looks fine. I don't know why this isn't like live and there immediately. This is New Japan. Like these guys, they're the biggest promotion in all of a- in Asia. 
Well, they, the production think, crew wasn't an New Japan production crew. I, that's it, that's I feel like that's just kind of a baffling decision because because the no, production the, crew that did it was the production crew that does if all not, the indie shows in the local Bay Area. If not immediately, at least like a day or two, because I th- I think in this world of like in professional wrestling, you when, need an, to know. when an event comes and goes, oh yeah, a week, no, like two weeks, like people are just gonna forget about this. Yeah, nobody really wants to like nobody really cares at that point. Yeah, like it's like I feel like the, the average attention span of a wrestling fan has become so much shorter. It's a lot. I want. I don't want to say it shorter. takes a special type of fan to want to go back and like watch. It. Like, oh, I heard those agreement. It really I, does. It takes the hardcore fan, like somebody who collects PWG DVDs, to be like, go back and and that's PWG. This. That's their own thing. Like that's 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 all fine and well. They want to generate this mythical buzz towards this match but then i think you can only do that with a pwg this is new japan this yeah. is the this is like an organization that like thrives off buzz and i know like it's during a time uh, during a time zone in which not a lot of people are able to watch with that like day like you know one one uh, yeah yeah uh but it just it matters a lot with the amount of time between now and uh, no between between that night of and now or mid-september yeah it's it's kind of, it's honestly kind of a baffling decision it's a lot it's a lot to take in, um, you know. But stay tuned uh, for City Wrestling, which is City Wrestling Radio for all of our. Oh, also uh, Dave Meltzer. <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah, yeah. They, they they couldn't find a seat for him, and then they asked no, for a he, ticket. He had a ticket. That's the and thing. When the no, the person asked like, "Did you have? Do you?" Well, like the per, like he was asked if he had a ticket, as if like he didn't have one. And guy, the, I don't think the guy legit knew who he was because the he was like Dave Meltzer. Meltzer wanted to be like, "I'm fucking yeah. Dave Meltzer, dude." Like but he said, he, no, he, he wouldn't. Well, no, did you, you heard what you heard that conversation he had with that person, right? Well, it's he, like, do you have a ticket? Yeah, like, well, yeah, I have a, I have no, a, I have a press pass, no, but I do have a ticket. Like, it, it's it came yeah, off as like yeah. there was this sort of conflict, and I felt like they needed one more person to know. Like, hey, listen, you. He better. almost sat next to me too. He almost sat next that that one that 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 one vacant chair, and I thought like, wait. Because I made the really joke, good. I made the joke earlier, and I was like, "What if like, Meltzer said second man?" Yeah. And he was even like, "I'll sit right there." And I'm like, <gasps> "Did he say that?" I, well, I think he like there I think, was. Are you sure you were just trying? You were wishing he would. No, say there that. was indication of that chair being used. Yeah, and, nobody sat there. And, and then they were like, "Well, we need to see your ticket. You need to sit in the seat that the ticket you were assigned." That's true. So damn it, yeah, and nobody sat there. That could have been our in. That Corey. Fuck, Uncle Strange. He had the tie dye sweatshirt. That's strange. Yeah, it's like apparently it's an inside joke with him and Penelope Ford. Which you know, whatever. Um, I, I'm not I, lying. I by wish the way. I wish I had inside jokes with Penelope Ford. Who doesn't? Um, but <laughs> yeah, and then I think when I when I went up again, I didn't really want to bother Meltzer, but I you know it's like when's the next time I'm ever gonna see this guy? I just want I just oh, went up to him and shook weeks. his hand. Yeah, I just went up to him and shook his hand. Like I didn't really want to say. Did anything he shake profound. your hand like an old grandma too? Yeah, his hands are really he, rough. He did the whole like. Oh, oh. no, not the side thing. But oh, then he, he did the he, side. He, he did the pro. He, he did the proper handshake, but then it's pretty rough. I got the side like old man there. handshake, like but. Like, bless your heart, son. But then there was just this guy who was just very calm. Like, uh, I have that Wi-Fi password. If you need anything, snacks, booze, whatever, man. Booze? I mean, that's, no, no, no. I'm just, I'm just spitting. We got pizza, too. They had pizza. They did have pizza. You know, they did, really they pulled were, through. That, yeah. was for, that was for sale, too. They were actually Oh, I had that. some, yeah. yeah. I had a slice. What pizza was that? I think it was like Little Caesars or some shit like that. I don't know. All the way to San Francisco. I don't know, dude. I don't know where it was from. It was something like that. But it had, like, I think it had Spider-Man on the box. What's the one? No, I think it had, I think it was Extreme Pizza. I don't know. It, it was definitely like a commercial. It was pizza. Yeah. It was like a commercial. It had stacks and stacks of it yeah. too. 
Yeah. Anyways, uh, but yeah, stay tuned to City Wrestling Radio for all of our because uh, we have the Road to Dominion coming up or Road to Destruction. I'm sorry, uh, Destruction Kobe. Uh, Dis- Jay White uh, versus Tatsuya Naito, Naito for the Intercontinental Title. We have the Young Lions Cup coming up. I think this is the inaugural the Young Lions Cup. Correct. They've done this before. It's not the inaugural Young Lions Cup then, but it will be one of them. So stay tuned to City Wrestling Radio because we will have all all of New Japan coverage. On the B show, and that's going to be including with the NXT review and the AEW review every every Wednesday or Thursday. What what was that look? No, I was just looking at the time. Oh come did. on! I know this is you know we planned for three things. This is one third of them. We we got plenty to talk about. Talk uh, about all out all out. Go, yeah, Let's talk. Well, you, you said it, so let's do it, Michael. Uh, let's go into. Let's take a look. At all out happening, a fairly significant of uh, wrestling event that's going to happen this happening weekend, this Saturday. Yep, August thirty first in the uh, suburbs of Chicago. In Chicago, Illinois. The suburbs of Chicago. So let's let's be honest here. Uh, we need to go one of these years. Yeah, sure, whatever. Okay, <laughs> you say that about everything. Yeah. Well, you know what? I've been to most of your wrestling shows with you, so I'm kind of like your wrestling life partner now. Yeah, it feels liberating. Great. Uh, let's take a look at the card, shall we? I think there's been a lot of stuff that's happening um, over the past couple weeks. You know, John Moxley, he out of here. He got the MRSA. He ain't showing up at StarCast. <laughs> it's a very legitimate issue. And, Absolutely. Uh, wish, yeah. wish him nothing but the best in his speedy recovery. Apparently, the, the surgery he's getting for that elbow is minimally invasive, and he's only going to be out for at least four weeks. You know, apparently, Lex Luger was very susceptible to staph infection, too. Just a random... Oh, did you see the Kenny Omega promo at uh at being the elite? Oh, where he like was like, wait, what? He was like trying to yeah. Well, they on. put turn on the lights. I was like, what's going on, you guys? What's going on? Oh yeah, now Cody gave me. Cody told me right now, like just some dude. Yeah. And well, didn't he cut kind of like the same kind of promo that Ma- that Ambrose cut about Roman? Was like he is a special place for no. I I think the I think actually this was actually a pretty really good promo from uh, Omega, which you don't really get a lot of these days. Where he, <laughs> oh, I'll save that for yeah. another conversation. Um, where he pretty much just angled the angle, uh, how Moxley just you like you Moxley you wrestled uh, you you wrestled the tournament that tournament in Japan, but did you win that tournament? And you going you performing the way that you did. Knowing full well that you're going to wrestle me, that's unprofessional. And I was like, yeah. "Oh, he is. He's. He's. Kind of, I mean, Dan, if anybody who's if anybody's into this sort of like you know type of thing and in a wrestling angle, it would be like Moxley. He'd be, yeah, so, yeah. he'd be into it. Like it's added, added yeah. fuel to the fire and into this. And I think ultimately, it. I mean, if you want to just talk about the Pac versus Omega match right now, I think the Mox Moxley being off the show generates way more heat now. Taking that away generates way more heat now at a potential hell, maybe in October 2nd. On October 2nd, like a bout between those two. Like they could just easily just have that on October 2nd. Yeah, you can be better by October 2nd. Of course, yeah. And so I would, if if it was my call, I would make that like main event October 2nd. Yeah. um, And make it, you know, well. I mean, they could do it for for the next event, the next $50 event. Um, I, I think that's what they're. I feel like that's their business model. Kenny Omega, and I believe Moxley's still going to be for eventually still before the number one contendership, right? Against um, that title picture is kind of puzzling to me a little bit. What Jericho Hangman? Well, just like okay, after that words, what else are we going to do after that? But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay, let's talk about the card, shall we? Um, let's talk about the first couple of matches on the on the card. We have the Private Party. That's the team of Isaiah Cassidy and Mark Quinn uh, versus. 
Angelic or Angelico, 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 and Jack Evans. This should be honestly. Oh, those are the Neon Cane uh, Sons. They're the Monster Energy Drink people. Yeah, gotcha. The Monster uh, people. Um, they're gonna have a tag team match. So this, I think, is private parties. Uh, I mean, they've already kind of. This isn't for a buy in the first round, right? What is, is there? No, special? no, no. For the buy in the first round is gonna be. It's a, yeah, that's fine. That's a different match. Um, let's see. This is just a tag team match. This, I think, no, pre-show. I think this is pre-show match. Yeah, um, I think this is actually a, a really good match for the buy-in. These guys are probably these guys are super going to kill it. Uh, they're super capable of it. Not much story needs to be said. They just need to be crazy and just sort of you know. And they, and I think they need Angelico and Jack Evans to really come out in this match. That's why I'm going with them to win the first match. Yeah, and then what's yeah. Well, what about you? Who do you think is going to win? Oh, uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say uh, and Helico and, and Jack, Jack Evans. Evans as well. Nice. Uh, and then we're also going to have on the buy-in the 21 woman casino battle royal. Winner will receive um, a match for the inaugural All Elite Wrestling Women's World Championship scheduled for October 2nd on AEW on TNT. Um. What did you think of the casino battle royale last time? Yeah, it was, it was. I didn't like the way they produced the entrance. Yeah, like it was like five at a time, right? Yeah, it just made everybody just seem less special. It did, and then there was like one person at the end. And I think yeah. that was Hangman Page, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, and he just kind of came out the end. I was like, yay! I'm I think this win is. It. Ju- it was just their way to make a battle royale in less than thirty minutes. Uh, yeah, and I think it it hurt the end of it. It hurt anybody who because it. it because I feel like in all elite wrestling, you know, that's look, it's in the name, all elite. Everybody here has a certain level of just gusto to them, right? Yeah. Once you introduce this plain hierarchy, and I know, and I know that's a very important thing to do in a wrestling promotion, but then right off the bat, making that your first go around at a certain gimmick like this, I think it just did a disservice to anybody who was involved in it. Granted, there were some big names inside that particular battle royale, like yeah. you know Lucha. I feel like that was a breakout performance for Luchasaurus. Uh, Joey Janela did a really good, really, did a noteworthy spot. Jimmy Havoc, yeah. MJ, this was a, like what MJF was doing. Which is MJF in the card? We'll talk about that in a minute. Okay. Um, but the women in this match are announced so far: Teal Piper, which is Rowdy Rowdy Piper's daughter. Um, Her first ever match, by and the way. She, I heard she was just signed by MLW, wasn't she? Yeah, but then this partic- in this particular event, this is her first ever match, which is. Kind of daunting, honestly. Uh, Eva Lee, Jazz uh, have been announced also. You also have Nyla Rose, Britt Baker, uh, Yuka Sakazaki, uh, Ali, Brandy Rose, and I believe they've announced uh, Aja Kong and Awesome Kong to the match as well. So the Kongs, the Kongs, they all definitely clear the ring out and have a face off. Um, They'll both be climbing up buildings and then hurling um, people out of the windows at each other. Too bad this isn't the Cracker Barrel match. (laughs) That'd actually be great. I love it. Uh, but let's go back to the... Um, who do you see winning this? I, uh, I mean, I kind of want... I I think a heel is going to win it. I see Britt Baker. Hey, Britt Baker's Britt a Baker's not a heel. She's not a heel? Yeah, no. I, I see a dentist not. as a heel. Why I do mean, I? it's... They kind of... Ang- they kind of... They kind of angle that whole dentist thing as like, oh, look, she's well accomplished. She's like, smart. These, like, yeah, she's smart. She can do things rather than oh, wrestling. Yeah, yeah that, that sort so of thing. So they're not going to make her heel then? No, I don't think so. I think honestly, she's probably they're probably going to build the whole entire. Make her like an her. Isaac Gakem. Maybe down the road. Maybe down the road. Um, we also. Um, <laughs> ever, ever, oh, who do you see? The worst this? entrance theme song of all time. I, I don't remember. It. <gasps> no, it's it's literally just a fucking tooth drill. Okay. And for like for like an entire two minutes, that's that's heat, brother. Who do you see winning this? I'm gonna. Uh, 
I'm gonna say Britt Baker as well. Okay. Um, as far as like who's okay, if if it's not Britt Baker, I can see Nyla Rose. I could see that Nyla Rose being yeah. in the first. Um, and you have Britt Baker be the have be at the chase because if you really Nyla Rose be, is heel, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, that's uh, the thing. Do you think that's an indictment on AEW that you don't know who's a heel and who's face? Well, I think they're so new that we just don't know right now. Like it's it's kind of. I feel like at this point we. And you know they we could be, they could be playing on. the thing where it's like like we know MJF every is a heel. every heel is going to be a face to somebody and I like that aspect it's and kind I feel of like, like that's what they're of, and that's what they kind of want out and it's of kind of like a baseball team too. like people I love the Giants but people I'm sure people Juice Robinson doesn't oh. <laughs> no he's a ah, Giants, <laughs> Giants fan Giants fan you got a Giants hat man I don't know man where's he from he's a Chicago, he's a Cubs fan he said oh okay I don't know if he's from Chicago but. Uh, let's he see. Seems we all, like he's from Chicago. We also have the team of Luchasaurus, um, Jungle Boy, and Marco Stunt versus uh, called a boy and his dinosaur. I think they should be called the Jurassic Express, but um, versus SCU. Uh, this is has opening match written all over it. Yes, it does. I think because because SCU they have their chant of the worst town I've ever been, and that's you know that's the best for time. some reason that's, over. Yeah, like it's to, because you know it's a comedy thing. You uh, know? Yeah, this is my town. Sucks, dude. Yeah, eh, you know. Um, uh, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, and Marcus Stunt are gonna be over like Rover with the children. Um, They're I w- just like you and me. I want to see some Luchasaurus. I want to see some Jungle Express workout sets like Hulkamania. I want to see some. They have those photos. Did you see that photo? I did, shoot? and that's what made me think of it. I actually started working <laughs> out working out a dinosaur with mask. like Lucha with Jungle Boy on his yeah. back. I told you that time I saw him doing push-ups on the stairs. Um, we also have, uh, oh yeah, I I don't I think Luchas uh, Jungle Express is going to win that, right? Yeah, I think this is going to be a match where they're going to show off all their moves. Uh, Riho versus stuff. Uh, Riho versus uh, Karushida. There we go. Um, I don't know because I'm not really familiar with either. Of these this two might be an, this might be this might be the deciding factor of who's going to face I, the winner of the battle royale. I remember Riho from the last show though, and that was. Um, I remember Re- I remember Hikarushida from Double or Nothing. Okay, she was in three man, three woman. We also have uh, Darby Allen versus Joey Janela. Who do you think is going to win? Jimmy. Oh, um, I'm going to say Riho. I'm going to say Hikarushida. I think because isn't Kenny Omega really big on Riho? I think she. I, he's he's big on all the Joshi. He's running that division yeah. alongside Brandy Rhodes. So, and if he were to, if I feel like if I were Kenny, I would probably lean t- more towards Hikaru Shida. Okay. Um, because she's just. I mean, I'm again. I'm no expert on. I'm no expert on Japanese wrestling, but I'm definitely not an expert on the Joshi scene. Yeah, we're just really showing our asses here. I I have an open mind. I just, there's only so many hours. Of the How day. many podcasters really know anything about the Joshi scene? Honestly, I feel like it's I don't even been, think I pronounced it right. I feel like it's not. It's yeah, it's pronounced right. I honestly, I feel like it's probably the most underrepresented of all like yeah. wrestling wrestling yeah. talk. We need to get a start on pod- podcast going. That's a that's a whole subject in and of itself. Man. Anyways, uh, Darby Allen versus Joey Janela versus Jimmy Havoc in a Cracker Barrel clash. These three men are going to crash in the so Cracker Barrel really, clash. Yeah, go ahead. I don't know. What so it doesn't means. really matter who really goes over this one, but it'll be fun. And somebody's getting put in a Cracker Barrel and thrown. I don't know out who's right. going over, but I definitely know who's going over a barrel. Somebody's getting put in a barrel. That's for sure. And it's going to be Darby Allen. It's uh, that's my prediction. That? You, for this that? Match. you ever heard of that expression before? What really put me over a barrel here? No. Is someone getting spanked? Yeah, sort of. Oh, or like finger banged. We don't have to go that deep into it. We could. But um, yeah, the, the Cracker Barrel. Um, what is Cracker Barrel? Is it a restaurant? It's a restaurant. They yeah. sell... Um, is there one near here? No. Okay. It's I, kinda, thought, I always it's, thought it's it was a chain just a of restaurants. Thing. 
And it's like they sell like you know I believe like is it like a TGI Fridays? Yeah, but like meat they sell like meatloaf and it's like a more home. Style. Yeah, it's a home style. Like it's a um, what is it? Golden Corral. Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, we cool. all, we also have Cody versus uh, Sean Spears in a singles match. Um, Sean Spears think, is a company. I don't want to. I don't want to interrupt. I want to go back to the barrel talk. Um, okay. With the amount, I remember with what the amount do of, they have at Cracker Barrel. No, with the amount of Cracker Barrel sponsorships and like stuff like this, you would think. That being the like with the being with his origins and being the elite, that TGI Fridays would have gotten a slice of that. You think so? Like they wasn't that the restaurant that every Maybe the they just bucks in the elite just remember they were always at the headquarters. They were always at the TGI Fridays in Japan, and they always like were going to the headquarters to try out new stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think Cracker Barrel just kind of just knew like, hey, I think TGI Fridays is going to get the jump on them. We should get the jump on. Them. No. Yeah, no, absolutely. We got to talk to Tony. Um. But who do you see winning? I see. Uh, let's see. Let, I'm gonna say. Let's so say who's Jimmy in this Havoc. match again? <laughs> Jimmy Havoc, Joey Janela, Darby Allen. I'm gonna say Jimmy Havoc. Goes. He's over been here. sort of under the radar. That's why I'm saying he needs to win. Um, I can see Joey Janela winning this. Yeah. But then I feel like also I think Joey. Okay, if I, uh, knowing Joey Janela, if he had a choice whether or not to go over the match or be in a spot where it would kill him, I think he would choose. The spot that would kill him, yeah. And the spot that would kill him, meaning he's taken that barrel. Yeah, he's um, going to put in the barrel and thrown over the the side of the ring. Oh my god! Or they could just roll. Like if it's if if the entrance ramp is in an angle, he rolled. It rolls. They're going to roll yeah. him, and then he's going to throw up. Oh, that'd be fun. That would they be could, fun. They could actually like they could put fake throw up inside that barrel. Have Joey Janela just put in his mouth. And he actually throws up. It's like, oh my god! Like Excalibur, no, Jr. is gonna be like, for the first time in my life, I've ever seen vomit in the like, no, wrestling match in my thirty years. No, it's not Jr. Okay, that's, I, mean, that's I mean, I don't know. I'm sure. Speaking of which, the commentary booth. Um, should we just say who it is? What Tony Schiavone and Nope, it's a uh, Golden Boy. Who? Uh, G- uh, Alex? Uh, no, not Alex Marvez. He's the one not in that. Um, Gold. Uh, this guy named Golden Boy. He did the fighter, fighter fest uh, okay. show, and it's going to be Excalibur and Jr. Okay. No Alex so, Marvez. Yeah, this is the same. No Alex Marvez. Okay. Wow. And which I think is uh you know, it's actually. I think it's a good call. I think out of all the out of the three, he was indeed the weakest one out of everybody. I didn't think he was particularly terrible, but yeah. You know this this product is being looked under a microscope, and in like in, in like any single facet of negativity, it just gets magnified like times ten, yeah. I think. And so I think it's a kind of a right move. They need to try out like they need to give people a chance whatsoever. But yeah, let's move on to uh, Cody versus Sean Spears. Uh, Sean Spears being accompanied with Tully Blanchard. Um, you know, I'm sure this is going to be MJF's big turn against Cody. So you think it's going to be MJF? I. Well, because didn't he say something about having another guy involved? It, it, yeah. So the with the the build up to this match is that the contract had Tully Blanchard gets to be in Sean Spears' side, and then Cody Rhodes gets to have at least one person side. Now I feel like the fact that they kept this a secret at this point makes me feel like it's not going to be MJF because if it was MJF, they would have announced that ahead of time. Yeah, and telegraphed the hell out of that. Um, I was listening to another podcast, Post Wrestling. Um, one uh, one John Pollock made the prediction of Arn Anderson being on the side of Cody Rhodes. Oh, just because you know they're both old. Yes, exactly. Yeah. No, the Horseman con- uh, connection. Yeah, yeah, that too. And I think, and I feel like that is such an inspired choice, considering like these two dudes just. Be, I think oh, it'd be perfect. Arn, you got to come on. <laughs> That's a really good Cody. That's a really good <laughs> Cody. Um. Because I think, 
I think that their 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 pre- their contributions to like wrestling as an industry has been a little bit understated due to the fact of like their ten years in WWE. Like Tully Blanchard, like he can cut a tremendous promo. In fact, I think he's underutilized mm-hmm. and to the, to the build up to this match. But yeah. when he whenever he was used, when he was in that road to all out, yeah, when he was like talking about like a good hand or blah 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 blah, like I thought he I thought he did great work there, and he's a and I and it, and it added so much to the match, and I feel like. If it is Arn Anderson, I'm kind of at a we're kind of at a loss. The fact that Arn Anderson did not cut promos ahead of time for this match, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard cutting promos for each other is exactly what this match needs, and I feel like that takes the focus off Cody and Sean Spears. Though I think it adds to it. I don't, I don't, I don't think I don't think it takes it no. off, takes it off them. I think it just adds. to I think this it, match. it focuses on the other guys, and you're going to want to see a match between. Like, I would rather see Tully. It depends and on what they point. say, though. It depends on what like what like, like if they if they put over the talent involved with that. Even then, I still think it puts the focus on them more in particular. I think, but yeah, no, but no, but if anybody's well aware of that, I think it would be those two, and I think they would make a better. It, it would make a really what tremendous job. They're, they're aware to it. It matters. It matters. What they say, well, it matters what the audience is aware to, and it matters how it's perceived. That's not by the, the audience, audience, then. I don't think. Well, you can't just sit there and blame the audience. Like, oh, this isn't what I'm putting. To. I'm putting words on their mouths. Corey. No, I mean, I'm you, just I'm saying, stuffing it right if now. If the if the general audience is all thinking the same thing, then it's not on the audience. It's Again, it's all, it depends on execution. Like, yeah, if they do yeah, it good, absolutely. it's good. Absolutely. Um, and like the same with this match too. If they do, I'm. I'm gonna say like it won't probably won't be the best. You know what? No, it it probably will be the best match because I feel like it's the mo- it's gonna be it's gonna be given the most time and the most amount of booking storyline yeah. caveats whatever because it is a Cody match and yeah. um, you know you kind of treat this like it's a Triple H match. Absolutely, it's gonna get 21 minutes at it's, least. I think it's gonna be the longest one in the show. Uh, then uh, let's keep it moving. Who do you think is going over? Uh, well, Sean, Sean Spears. I think Sean Spears as well. Yeah, uh, let's keep it moving. Uh, we had Lucha Brothers versus the Young Bucks for the AAA World Tag Team Championships. Um, I believe this is Lucha Brothers. Um, they're going to retain the titles here um, and go back, not go back to AAA with the titles. But you know, I think AEW is going to initiate their tag division soon, and I think it's time to take those tag belts and bring them back to the to the company that they were at, and then drop them there. Well, no, go back and then, yeah, then Pentagon and Phoenix yeah, drop the Lucha Bros some, can just drop to somebody else, somewhere else, and then they can come back and battle for the AEW tech yeah. titles. I I wish this is the last match between these two. Um, I think it is. Yeah, it's it, it's uh, here's hoping it's going to be a blow off feud, and I think the I think the yeah, and I think the Bucks are going to lose this match. Yeah, and they're going into October second under this slump, and then they're also going to build up these guys. Yeah, um, and I'm just. I don't know. I'm not. It's going to be a tremendous match, no doubt. But I'm. But I can't help but think it's a ladder match too, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Escalera, Escalera de la Muerte. Um, but I am feeling. I I'm not as excited about it as I should be because we've seen it like a bunch of times already. Bajillion, and I'm yeah. going to go see the Lucha Brothers live. Where? Oh, and they're going to be at APW. We should come. Cool. Um, and then, uh, like I said, I'm going to go with Lucha Brothers here. You're going to also go with Lucha Bros. Yeah. Uh, then we're going to have for a buy in the uh, first round buy in the AEW World Tag Team Championship Tournament, which they keep, I feel like they keep dangling in front of us. Uh, best friends Chuck Taylor and Trent Beretta versus the Dark Order. And I feel like the Dark Order is going to win this because there's nothing better than a heel team that gets a buy to the second round. Yeah, it only makes sense just so they can just, like, heels in tournaments, like, they're. If they, they they don't want to you know they don't want to perceive them as hardworking yeah as like with heels because you know you'll you'll endear the audience if you make them work hard absolutely you know make them grind to it and I think they I think a dark order should 
really rework their gimmick. I don't like that that whole um, the Dalton Castle good boys kind of thing going well, on. Who else is part of the Dark Order? That's the thing. I just don't think what they're doing right now, like just darkening the arena and uh, just overall, because they're good performers. It's just I think their gimmick just needs work. Yeah. Uh, and then we also have Pac versus Kenny Omega, which well, you know, definitely will be a better this, match. This is this was than John Moxley this and is Kenny Omega. The best they could possibly do out of this situation. But I, it takes away what I was looking forward to. I was looking forward to a Kenny. No Omega. doubt. No. It's doubt. like it's kind of like when you're this, going home and you're like. I'm, I'm going to have a ribeye for dinner. I'm going to have it, and then you get home and it's flaming yawn. I'm like, yeah, that's great, but I was looking forward to that ribeye. It's, they were dealt it's a, a bad hand. They were dealt a bad hand. I know. It's I nobody's fault. And, um, Except for John Moxley. who got Mercer, and I'm kidding. It's New Japan's fault for not cleaning those mats. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I this, was, this is the best possible solution they had to this problem, um, to the speed bump, and I think these guys are going to have a tre- – I, th- I have no doubt in my mind these guys are going to have a tremendous match. I don't think these guys are going to go below 20 minutes, and I don't think it necessarily needs to. Yeah. Like, if this goes 15 minutes, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Like, whatever these guys are going to do, and I, again, I don't say this, it's, I'm not saying this with a guarantee. They could easily do 30, and they could also be really great as well. But I think just for, you have to consider how long this show is going to be at this point. It's going to be a long you know? show. It could be a very long show, and... That's kind of the problem these guys have been have going through throughout these shows. Like Fight for the Fallen, they they were hampered with bad timing. Like you could clearly see the Bucks being upset when they heard Omega's uh, music played when they were about to you know make some speech, and it's just something they got to work on. And like no, uh, like I know they announced time limits before beforehand with those matches, but they still go so so very long. So I think yeah. this is going to be a very interesting um, test for them. Of how to time these things, like what goes, what goes over twenty, what goes under ten, what goes, yeah, yeah, absolutely, because that's I feel like that's something they they gotta really clamp down in terms of, you know, running a show. Yeah, we're gonna clamp down on time. We're gonna continue to the main event. That's true. See, that's the thing. These we shows still have NXT been, to talk about. These shows have been very long because you know there's only, there's a lot of wrestling, and I bet you it's gonna get even longer by the time once we add the third mystery commentator. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Adam Page versus Chris Jericho for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. This is Chris Jericho's time to lead the company as the World Heavyweight Champion. Um, you could because they're not building up Adam Page as a top athlete. You know, I what think I mean? they. I think to an extent they kind of are, but it, the This match is definitely very fairly cold. Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, but then they could. Here's the thing, though. I don't want to say that Jericho winning this t- winning this match is a is a guaranteed thing. I can definitely see um, AEW really clamping down Adam Page as their guy, whether he's ready or not. Like this could because because think about it this like think about it this way where you have you, like your title picture right yeah with Chris Jericho being your champion and then with the potential of Moxley and uh, and Omega being within that mix as well. And even Pac. Yeah. The majority and, of those guys are former WWE and you, guys. And so I think if they really want to make a statement of this isn't WWE, make your champion someone who has never signed or had any association with that company whatsoever. The one thing I can also add to your argument is that um, Chris Jericho has a contract with New Japan Pro Wrestling as well. I mean, so is Moxley. Absolutely. But if you're the world champion for AEW, that means you're probably not going to be able to have to, you're not going to be able to put other people over as much as, like, just like with Pac and Dragon Gate. Yeah. 
And you're, if he's the world champion, he's not going to be able to eat pens. And you're simply saying this just for like an argument. Sake, exactly. Right? Yeah, because there's definitely an argument for Chris Jericho being your champion as well. Because yeah. mainstream, you know, not necessarily mainstream, but then the most recognizable name you could possibly have at the forefront of your company, and yada yada. That's all good. Uh, you know, that's all good and all good and well and yeah. perfect and dandy and peachy. But and I can see, I and can, leathery. It's just, it's not, it's not delicious. A, all right, man. <laughs> Um, it's definitely something I would consider with Adam Page yeah. because he's not ready now. Uh, as of like as of uh, August 29th, Thursday, five thirty eight p.m. I don't consider him no ready. <laughs> what, what what is he? What's his character? He 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 has, he he's a cowboy. He's just badass. He's a hangman. He hangs people. Yeah, no news is good news, man. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Anyways, but then. You could also make the argument like if he's not ready, when will he be? You know what? What? When do what, I don't know. What better time than here? I, that's what, on him. That's what better him. place than here? What better time is now? You know what better place than yes, here? Yes, 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 girl. What right better now. time is now? Well, you know what? On that note, it's going to be a fun show. It's going to be. It's a very. It's live. a very. It's going to be a very significant show. You, Gabriel, and myself are all going to be doing a post show. At least us three. This we're promising this now. Yes. Cool. Um. Uh. Full off of tri-tip steak and potato salad. Um, yeah. Oh, Yo, how about that punk? Huh? I can't good. believe he. Hey, did, that's yeah, not he happening. Did. It's not happening. Let's just let's just say it, it. Let's let's talk about this one. Let's. Well, this is based off pure speculation and all this stuff. But then you can't help. Didn't, you can't help but like look and think. Fucking Mike Johnson of PWI having us uh, having this having this pay per view panel for with CM Punk for Starcast. Yeah. Him tweeting that tweeting out that it was very deliberate in their wording. CM Punk is back in the ring, and it's just a video yeah, it's inside a, a ring. Yeah, and all this stuff, and you hear that stuff with his agency talking to WWE about a live show for Fox Sports. And this stuff, I I don't think he's going to appear in All Out or in any wrestling no. capacity whatsoever. But it's definitely within the realm. Of, it's it's most definitely in the, within the realm of possibility of him feeling out any offers because yeah, maybe because I feel like because I feel like every single because that, that's just non news at that point. That's not news at this point. People are going to throw any promotion will throw an infinite amount of. Money I'm sure for his this, his for agent has felt out offers before, and it just hasn't been as. And I, yeah. and if I'm punk, I would I would look at them, and I would actually consider because what the if, fuck else is he going to do? Make comic books? I mean, that's not a bad thing to do. Eh, it probably that's, won't pay know, as much as him being a world renowned superstar. Yeah, money isn't everything, Corey. It's the only thing. Exactly. <laughs> Let's move on to NXT because we got to get CM through Punk. This. We got to get through this NXT. We got to get out of here soon, or at least I do. Okay. Uh, let's get into NXT. We kicked it off with uh, Io Shirai versus Cami Fields. This isn't a match. Io Shirai choked the hell out of her. Do you know Cami Fields? No. You actually do. Holly Dead is her name on the independent scene. Still don't. Okay. Well, I know of her, and she wrestles on the independent scene. Named Holly Dead. She's wrestled twice. Uh, Io uh, pretty much getting over in NXT like Becky Lynch did, um, yeah. trying to make her a heel. But she's going to be a face in two weeks, dude. Give make it once the live show. She's going to be over. I agree. Um, Post match, pre- she beats her down with a mm-hmm. uh, with a kendo stick, and then Candice LeRae. Hey, well, fuck she, you. She uh, beats her with the uh, Hirajuku clutch and uh, gets a submission win after the match. Yeah, like you said, kendo stick beat down on fields, and Candice LeRae comes in and steals the kendo stick from her and proceeds to swing away on EO. So, um, like I said, I think they're going to build up Candice to eventually take that title off of Shayna Baszler. 
And but we'll get there, Bashina. Um, then we have a Kushida video package, um, which I do like the it's, Kush man. It's, it's a it's a video package of hey guys, remember I'll be, me? I'll be cruiserweight champion one day. <laughs> um, then we have a um, a, uh, a a cruiser hoss match, a cruiser hoss. What? Dominic Dijakovic versus Keith Lee. I was gonna say this. Oh, okay, now I see it now. Because yeah, this was a luchador match done by two men that weighed uh, this, well over. This was PWG night three at the Reseda. Jesus Christ! Yep. There was a Spanish Five-star fly. Meltzer. There was a Spanish fly in this match. Uh, so, 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 like I, I said, it was a great Haas match. Uh, Lee this had him. a lot of buzz, and I feel like I got it. Okay, look, if, uh, if we're, we're short on time here, but then I, if I had to say anything about this NXT in particular, I'll say this about this particular Dijak and Lee match. This harkens back to a time not too long ago about NXT where you, you have this match, you have this like ace up your sleeve every week of saying you got to go watch this match. You got to watch Mustache Mountain versus Undisputed Era. You got to watch uh, Ciampa versus Aleister Black. Yeah. This reminded me of that period not too long ago where NXT became mandatory. You had you had to see it viewing. Yeah. I mean, this is a good match. This is something about I Haas. really like this. I match. liked it. There's just something about Haas matches that I don't personally enjoy watching all the time. But this match is really good. I will say that it was a good match. Okay. I just it's just overall Haas matches. I can only see like the criticism. Into. Like these guys shouldn't be doing this because they're clearly struggling with these moves in general. Oh, it's Dijak almost landed on his neck on that one on this one moonsault. I remember. Yeah. Um. But I just generally thought this might like. Hell, well, Matt, like it was match of the week so far, so far. Yeah, and um, it generated the right amount of buzz that you normally didn't see within the last three months of NXT. Uh, like I said, there was a Spanish fly that Keith Lee pulls on D- Dijakovic. Uh, then we Will have Os- shades of Will Osprey. Then we have uh, the feast your eyes, which is kind of like a torture rack GTS to Keith Lee. Dijakovic gets the pin and the win on Keith. Lee. Fantastic match. Like, if this means bigger plans for Dijak, then I'm all for it. Otherwise, I would have went with Lee on this one. But this was too good. It was too good to be upset about. Like, he'll probably get a push once he get close to that WWE movie that he's apparently in. Oh, Dijakovic? No. um, Keith Lee. Lee. Oh, wow. You know, it's like better than him jobbing him to fucking Damian Priest. And then we have a video package from Johnny Gargano's dad. Uh, You have... So, uh, basically, I gave him the decision to go to college or be or a wrestler. wrestler. And, uh, he the said, only two and things you could do, Johnny. Or make pizzas with me. Nope. Only wrestling at college. What are you talking about, Dad? Like, I could do, I could be the greatest wrestler of all time, and I'm going to get that NXT championship right now. Even though good, it doesn't exist yet. Is that a good Gargano? Just That's let great. Me know. I love it. No, please, be honest. No, I'm trying horrible. to workshop it's not, this. It's not good. Fuck. Um, but no, it's just a, a Johnny Gargano video package, just saying how he's. Um, uh, it's, hey guys, I'm Johnny Gargano. I don't know what the th- I don't know what the future holds for me, man. I don't know. Like it's, it's not like NXT is gonna be like some uh, premier uh, brand in a premier channel. It's gonna give another hour, and it's gonna be treated like this third brand. I don't know what to uh, do. Fucking with Roman you guys. Reigns is coming over. Uh, then we have. Hell no. Then we have Mia Yim presents when keeping it real goes wrong. Oh, and uh, Shane Thorne, he said, hey, why isn't there a video package for me? And they were like, I don't know. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he said, uh, according to this, we're on break. And they went to break. And then we have, like I said, Mia Yim presents when keeping it real goes wrong. She goes up to William Regal after last week. Said, Did you see what happened to the ring? Re- re- Mia, you lost. He said, Mia, 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 what did you expect? You had that opportunity. You, you attacked them from behind. What did you? And she's just like. Oh, fuck, oh, you, fuck, you got me. I did. So they're building up Mia Yim as, like, you know, building her up, building her up again. I think they're turning her into a heel. That's what Oh, it is. God, that's so lazy. 
Uh, then we have Shayna Baszler. Come, she, she tries to come out and cut an in-ring promo. She's like, huh? And then all of a sudden, out comes Rhea Ripley. Damn it! And everything is forgiven to Rhea Ripley when she Good comes out. Good fucking Lord. It's all, It's like she never goddamn Oh, left. my God. I thought God. this segment was amazing. I loved it because she just comes in She the looks ring, like a million bucks. She snatches and she looks... Haircut. Yeah, haircut. She looks like she's a lot like she's more like, tone. She looks like Spider-Gwen. Um, she comes out. Shayna Baszler tries to talk on the mic. She snatches the mic from Shayna and says, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, you've beaten everyone here, but you haven't beaten me, She's like Batista. Bitch. She's like Batista. You did everything here except beat me. With Shades of Natty talking to Nikki Bella. You bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Yeah. Uh, and it was great. She was so over. And- so... You think this is it for her on NXT UK? This is her in NXT, and you think she's going to be in NXT moving forward? I think they're going to—they're trying to build up the NXT brand as a brand. I mean, they got another hour. They do have another hour, so we'll see what happens. And then we have our main event time: Montez Ford of the Street Profits with his tag team partner Angelo Dawkins versus the Undisputed Era, the team of Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. I don't know why I said it like that, but I did. So it was a great match. Because we need to go soon. That's what we do. Um, there's somebody waiting outside for me. But Montez and Bobby Fish start the match. Um, and Dawkins uh, Dawkins looking really strong in this match, I really thought. Yeah. Uh, looking really good. Montez not really getting that much offense. And Street Profits had the upper hand. When Doc, Then Dawkins receives a knee to the face by Fish. O'Reilly rolls out of a of a frog splash up for Montez. We have a high low to Montez. And O'Reilly and Bobby Fish win and become the new first ever three-time NXT Tag Team Champions. To be honest, um, I don't know whether or not it was just me knowing the finish ahead of time, but I just really couldn't get into this. Really? I, 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 I kind of felt like this was just going through the motions to get to the means to an end. I mean, it definitely wasn't like one of those great like revival versus DIY, you know? Matches. Like this... I just felt like this doesn't seem like a send-off for the Street Profits. In fact, I don't think they're going anywhere anytime soon. I do. I think they're going Monday Night Raw. You, you think so? Why would it, they No, it's, it's plausible, yeah. Why would they be the... It seems very plausible, but then I could also see them like kind of... But then they can also change on a whim saying, you know what, let's put let's put these guys into uh, into into NXT just to harbor them there. Because they're known, they're known there, and they're a little bit lesser known in Monday Night Raw, even though they're the fucking We'll have Street Profits, just Enzo and Cass on NXT TV. Okay, yeah, no, book it. Book it. Hey, how you doing? Uh, uh, and on that note... Uh, uh, yeah, on that note, I think we're going to end the show, because i got to get out of here. A fucking behemoth of a show, and it's only going to get longer. It's only going to get longer, bigger, wider, and girthier. And uncut. Guys, for me... For City Wrestling Radio, I'm Corey Smith. And I'm Michael Vergara. And we will see you on Saturday night with the All Out uh, After Party. Okay, uh, see you later. Have a good day. Sorry about that.